You're listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast with me, your host, Sandra Garlic. A podcast where I chat to women in business who share their knowledge and their business journey, including their top tips, especially for you. But not only that, you'll hear their inspirational stories too, the real authentic version, because life and business is actually a roller coaster. I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I help you to power up your personal brand and get visible. I teach you the simple steps to get where you want to be. I help you to find your story and create the opportunities for you to share it confidently on stage, in print, and in other media. I'm delighted to bring this podcast to you each week to inspire and motivate you so that you can achieve in the future. I'll be sharing my knowledge, insights and stories too. Enjoy this week's podcast. Woman Who Chat is sponsored by Grow Radio. Grow Radio is an online radio station dedicated to bringing you a different podcast on the hour, every hour. I'm proud that Woman Who Chat is played on Grow Radio every Tuesday at 3pm and Friday at 8am and to be part of their podcasting community. If you want to listen to the station, explore their shows, get your podcast onto Grow Radio and check out many of the blogs to improve your podcasting skills. So head over to growradio.uk today. woman who chat. Now today is just a little bit different because usually I have a guest and today I've decided just to talk to you myself and a topic that's really important to me and that's awards. Now I've been running my awards for almost eight years now and I've got obviously a lot of experience but I've also got a lot of things I can share with you and I want to bust some myths and help you overcome some barriers and also share some great benefits of why you should consider entering awards as well as all those other things that I've gained from all that knowledge. So let's look at some of the myths and the myth busting around that. So the first thing I'd like to say is that a lot of people come to me when they enter my awards or they've entered other awards and say, oh, but I'm not at a big enough business. I'm not ready yet. I'll start next year. Maybe I'll give it a go then. And the thing is, you know, if you do that, if you keep putting it off, you're never going to be ready. And it's such a shame because I see some really lovely businesses, some great concepts, and they just sit there waiting, watching everybody else. My advice to you is you'll never get that experience. You'll never gain that knowledge by not going through the process. And if you sit there and wait another year, and who knows, this year might have been your opportunity because... A lot of awards have lots of different categories and you're measured up against everybody within your category. And I'll come up onto my awards a little bit later and how they're different. But actually, you know, don't compare yourself to others. You know, you are a great business. You may have just started up or you may be an existing business that been trading for many years. You might even be a business that's, you know, had to pivot or change direction. Don't like the pivot word, but, you know, change direction in some way because of the challenges you've faced over recent years. And judges love to hear that. So here's another one of my myths. The winners are pre-selected. Now, 
I know a lot of awards organisers and they run some fantastic awards. And I know for a fact that the awards winners aren't pre-selected. Now, I'm not saying that of all awards, but do your research and, you know, I will share some of how you can do that. But actually, many times the winners aren't pre-selected. It's not voting for your friends and things like that. Awards shouldn't be a popularity contest. And that's another one of the myths that are around there. Check really carefully because most awards, you have to go through some sort of process and they're not just about voting and, you know, who's got the most friends and things like that. Because actually, you know, you don't want to enter a popularity contest. You could do that in a beauty parade. This is different. You're entering awards because you want that external validation. You want to know that you've gone through a proper process, that it's a thorough process and that you're actually being judged on the the basis of your business and what you've done in your journey. So yeah, a lot of them aren't popularity contests. One of the other ones are nominations are fabricated. Now there are some very, let's say, awards without integrity and honesty out there. And I'm not having a bash against other awards organisers, but do your research, check them out, look at the T's and C's, look at their past events. And if there isn't an event and you get an email saying you've been nominated, but they can't tell you who has nominated you, then actually start to dig a bit deeper. I've received them myself. You know, you sit there, you've been nominated and you open it up and you see that you've been nominated for an award in, I don't know, the best top 10 women in the UK for this and click here to find out more. And you click there and you find out that actually it's a magazine and you can pay £1,500 to get your trophy, your badge and a free feature in the magazine. Sorry, I've gone off on a little rant here, but this is one of my rants, a mini one. And then you see that actually there is no awards event at all. It's just a magazine that they claim has got circulation of tens of thousands. But if you upgrade and pay the money, you'll get a feature. Now, these aren't awards. You're basically buying advertising space in a magazine. So most awards will be able to tell you who's nominated you. Ask for a copy of the nomination so that you can thank the person. Or if they say you've been nominated for a specific reason, ask them a bit more detail about that. Because quite often, sometimes when you get an email saying you've been nominated, they then invite you to fill in a form to nominate yourself. So technically, you haven't been nominated. And if you don't fill in that form, you don't proceed to the next stage. Another myth is you've got to buy a table to win. Again, most credible awards will not insist that you have to buy a table to win. You shouldn't be expected to pay large sums of money to enter either. Some awards have started charging a small administration fee, which is returned to you as part of your ticket price. And I see no problem in that because having run awards myself for many years, I know there are lots of expenses associated with organising and administrating everything into the run-up of the awards itself. So I can understand why some awards companies now are charging a small admin fee, but it is returnable when you purchase your ticket. And that's the thing, you shouldn't be expected to buy more than one ticket. I will sit on the fence here because some awards organisers say, you know, you have to attend the event to be to receive your award. And I've said that myself on many previous years. And, you know, although I don't make it compulsory now, there's nothing worse than sitting in an awards event and announcing the winner and the winner not being in the room. And everybody looks around to see who they are. And the only thing that people notice is she's not here. And they immediately draw a negative conclusion from that. I've done it myself. I've been at an amazing awards event, fantastic, you know, 700 women in the room. 
And the winner of the whole event, the businesswoman of the year, didn't turn up. And, you know, she may have had a reasons for that, but it was so deflating for everybody present. And I've never been back since, to be honest. It was a whole deflating experience for me. I felt she couldn't be bothered. If the award had been that important to her, why why did she enter knowing when the date of the awards were, but make sure, you know, and she wasn't in the room. So they're sort of a few of the myths. And, you know, as I say, most awards organisers will run a pretty ethical awards, shall we say, and just look on their websites, look at their past events. They should be highlighting what has happened in previous years. Let's look at some of those barriers, the things that hold you back. I think one of the biggest barriers I see is confidence. A lot of women aren't confident. They suffer from imposter syndrome. I'm not good enough. I'm not there yet. You know, I'm not the person that can, I can't nominate myself because why would I do that? Everybody will look at me and say, well, she nominated herself. But actually, you're the best person to nominate yourself because nobody knows your journey and your business better than you. I remember the first year that I opened my awards, and I think about 85% of the nominations were from other people because people at the time didn't really push themselves forward, especially women, which is why I started my awards anyway. And they sat back and waited for other people to nominate them because they hadn't got the confidence to put themselves forward. And I did a lot of work during that first year because, of course, my awards were only going to be a one-off eight years ago and they're still running. But one of the things I looked at and found was that women lacked that confidence in completing the entry form. So I decided to generate an awards which were really like a hand-holding, I think you could call it, so that I could take women through the stages, through the entry form, you know, do some workshops, put out lots of information, put out some free downloads of some top tips and things like that and how to overcome them to give women the tools they needed really to start looking at yourself and saying, well, hang on a minute. I started this business. That's a huge achievement. You know, I've traded through a pandemic or I've started my business at the, during the pandemic. Wow, that's a double achievement. You know, I've done this while juggling family and young children, or I've been made redundant and I've had to start again and I've started this business from scratch. I've started this business with no money. There are all these stories that come out over the years that I think, wow, you know, these women have got amazing stories to share and the challenges they've overcome, yet they just need the confidence, or I can call it a kick up the backside, just to put that story out there because the judges year on year tell me how inspired they are by the entries that they receive. And you don't have to have a rags to riches story. You don't have to have a story where you've, you know, been penniless and broke and living on the streets, although some people have entered that have gone through that. You just need to tell the journey, really, and share the story about, you know, how you've come to be where you are today. And so many women have told me how cathartic that is and how it's boosted their confidence because it's not until they've actually sat down and written something that they realise how much they've actually achieved. And it's a chance to reflect. It's a chance to look back. It's a chance to think, wow, you know, when I started, did I think I would be here right now? And then it's a chance to see where you are right now. You know, what am I doing and who is my audience and what am I selling and what's the solution I provide for the problem they've got? And then I ask people to look at their goals and aspirations for the future, 
you know, what are their dreams? What are their intentions for the business? Where do they want to take it? It might be they want to build it up and sell it. It might be that they want to, I don't know, generate something, you know, amazing and have lots of employees. Or it may be just that they want a lifestyle business that actually gives them that freedom to travel or do other things. But whatever the reason is, it's lovely to see the goals and aspirations there. Now, I've just gone through a few of those things that I have in my awards entry form. But I think if you can take away anything from the awards process, you've got a snapshot in time of where you are. You've looked at where you've come from, you looked at where you are now, and you've looked at your goals and aspirations for the future. That is a mini business plan. So if you take nothing from it at all, take the fact you've sat down and taken that time to reflect about your business. And how often do we do that? Not very often at all. So let's look at some of the benefits of entering awards. And my gosh, I've got a huge list that I want to share with you. So apart from the visibility, because if you enter the right awards and maximise the opportunities that come right from your hit when you hit that submit button all the way through to the awards and beyond, then there's some great visibility to be had. Now, my awards in particular, I talk about it not being about one day in the calendar year. And I have seen some awards that actually, you know, it's all about the day itself and nothing either side of it, unless you win the whole thing. And then, you know, there's a lot of press around that just after and then nothing, it just all tapers off. And then they start again for the following year. Whereas what I try and do is I try and give as much visibility as I can to the finalists and the winners. And what I decided and one of the reasons I think that I set up my awards wasn't just the confidence thing, getting women to be more confident about themselves, about putting themselves forward for awards. But it was also the visibility aspect. And I'm using today pictures that were taken last year, the year before that, and the year before that. Those women are still getting that recognition. I tag them in on social media. They're still getting that moment. And so many of them reflect back and say, oh, what an amazing day that was. But it wasn't all about the day. It was about the journey. And I always say my awards is about the start of a journey gives you huge credibility. If you're a winner, you can call yourself award winning. If you've entered and been nominated, you'll probably get a proud to be nominated logo. I know I give that to all my entrants, but it gives you credibility amongst your peers, amongst the business community and other people talk about it. And it's a great way to make you stand out from everybody else. You know, I'm an award winning business and lots of people do use that. And you think, oh, actually, they are quite a credible business. I'm delighted to announce that the Woman Who Achieves Solopreneur Awards 2023 are open for entry. A solopreneur is a woman in business who works on her own as a sole trader or sole director. All the information you need and the entry form is on the Woman Who website. Celebrate your achievements and enter the Woman Who Achieves Solopreneur Awards 2023 today at womanwho.co.uk. Now back to the podcast.
One of the great things that I thought when I was developing my own awards was I wanted my awards to inspire others to follow along. So I wanted to create role models. So everybody that wins an award or enters an award, I see as being a role model. And they share that they've entered that award. They share that they're proud to be nominated and they inspire others. If she can do it, so can I. Because I'm a big believer in, you know, you can't be what you can't see. If you see somebody else treading in the footsteps, then you're more likely to follow because you can say, oh, well, she can do it. And she's just a business exactly the same as me. Then I'll have a go at that, which is why I've never really had big names for my awards. I've kept it quite to local businesses, inspirational women that you could pick up the phone or say, can I have a coffee with you? Because they're so willing to share their experience. So a lot of my judges and a lot of the people that are part of the awards journey have sat in the chair. They've sat in that exact seat that you're sitting in right now. And I think that's really important, the inspirational aspect to inspire others. If one thing you do inspires another person, then I think that's a fantastic achievement. The awards themselves, obviously the day itself is a huge celebration. And I try and make it that my awards in particular are a celebration of everybody's achievements in the room. So it doesn't matter if you're a winner, a finalist, or whether you've just entered and probably didn't make the finals, but you're still part of a celebration of women in business. And I think that's really important to celebrate everybody who's there and not just those. I remember I went to an awards ceremony many years ago, decades ago now. I entered my first awards, I think, my second. And I sat there and we got our table of 10 because it was expected. Most of the room was full of suits, penguin suits. I'd got a, a, an evening dress on. We were really excited. We'd had our meal. It was, time was dragging on. I think it got to about 10 o'clock and we kept saying, when are these awards going to start? You know, we've got to be at work the next day. And I think it hit about 11.30 before our award was announced and we didn't win. And then suddenly this woman tapped me on the shoulder and shoved an envelope in front of me. And I said, oh, what's this? She went, oh, it's your certificate. And that was it. That was my awards moment, a brown envelope with a certificate stuffed inside it. I didn't get my photograph taken. In fact, it wasn't a very, it was a very flat experience. I think it was flat for all the people that were sat at the table with me as well. They felt enormously sorry for me. And I think I felt sorry for myself, not because I didn't win, because I obviously the winner was a worthy winner, but it, it was more that it was the way it was handled. And I didn't like being in that experience. And I attended another awards some years later. I had been nominated by somebody else and I thought it would be rude not to go ahead with the awards when I was selected as a finalist. And again, I went to that awards and looked at all the winners on the stage and there was one woman and the woman was there because she was wife and business partner of one of the male winners. And I did speak to the awards organiser at the time. I said, where are all the women? And he said, well, they just didn't have, they weren't good enough to be selected as, as winners. And I said, oh, right, thank you for the feedback. And I didn't go to that one again either. But they were all experiences. So what I've done is I've sort of pulled together all those negative experiences that I've had over the years when I didn't win awards or I wasn't successful and pulled it into something that I would have loved to have taken part in, but didn't exist at the time. And there's loads of awards that do it properly now. There are loads that have sprung up over the years, but that's why I started mine. There's some great positive PR to be had. You know, you can either share your own PR or we, you know, awards organisers would share PR for you. And one of the 
biggest benefits that I see of entering awards and awards I go to now I'm invited by other people as well to their awards evenings is the networking you never know who you're going to meet in that room and you can form lifelong relationships collaborations and the new opportunities that are created from those networking moments in the room you can't buy those So you think that actually, oh, I've got to buy a new dress and you don't have to at all. I've got to buy a ticket to attend. See it as a networking event. You know, yes, you're there to celebrate. Yes, you're there to enjoy the moment. But actually see it as a new an opportunity to meet new people and, you know, treat it like any other networking event. As I would say, go along with an agenda to meet and speak to at least three new people that you could connect with and collaborate with or follow up with afterwards. You know, treat it as a business event because that's why you're there. It's a business opportunity. As I say, it boosts your confidence enormously. So one of the things that I didn't like and I shared with you just a few moments ago was the fact when I went to those awards and I had that envelope shoved at me. So I wanted to create an experience that was a little bit different to other awards. So I decided that everybody who was in the room that had entered my awards, whether they were a finalist, winner, whoever they were, if they entered, they deserved their moment on stage. They were not going to be shoved a brown envelope. So I created an experience whereby everybody gets their moment on stage. And what's the most important thing about that is that everybody gets presented with their certificate on stage and everybody gets their photograph taken. So if nothing, they walk away with a photograph of themselves being presented with a certificate and they get that photograph to use in their own marketing. So they get that marketing collateral. What I've also noticed, I used selfie boards at the awards last year and I've used them previously, is the number of photographs that were shared online afterwards using the selfie boards, people taking their own photographs of being there in the experience, people taking photographs with the decor. I always have a gold wall, so people love to have their photograph in front of that. We leave it at the end of the day deliberately as a photo wall for people to use for themselves, which I think is great. So don't underestimate being in the room and getting your photograph taken. It's a great bit of marketing collateral for you. And I think it builds a trust in your brand as well. It builds a trust in you as a business owner and it builds a trust from others in your brand. So don't underestimate that either. And I think, you know, it. one of the greatest benefits, I think, from really good awards, well-run awards, is that you are judged by somebody totally independent. And if your awards has got a judging, they will all be judged in some way. And mine started interviews because I felt you couldn't judge a person just on paper. So I created interviews, whether that be online or face-to-face. And that judging process is that external validation. It's somebody external looking at your business, talking to you about your business, and actually quite often my judges will give bits of advice. It's like a sort of mentoring type experience for people. And they absolutely love it. And they come away from there saying, oh, the judges gave me a couple of ideas. And I never forget one of my lovely academy members was entered the awards several years ago. And she walked into the judging room and she had her interview with the judges. And they asked her what she was going to do next. And she shared what she was going to do. And they said, oh, my gosh, you're not thinking big enough. And they opened their little black books and they gave her contacts. She was actually a business that was in the beauty sector. And she was talking about putting her product in garden centres. 
And they said, you need to be thinking Selfridges, Harvey Nichols, John Lewis. And they did open their contact books for her and gave her introductions. And she's since featured in those amazing stores and had pop-ups and all sorts. But she probably would never have thought of that had the judges not led her down that path. And she was awarded the one to watch that year. And she certainly has been. So it's, it, you know, think about the opportunities. Think about what you can learn from the judges. And as I say, the contacts that you can gain and from meeting other people who just know the people that you need to speak to. And the ideas that are generated as well. There's some amazing ideas that come from the judges. So I'm going to finish off with a few top tips. One thing I'd like to say is believe in yourself. I know it's really difficult to believe in yourself sometimes, but take yourself, sit yourself down and actually really look through what you have achieved and really believe that actually, you know, you need to celebrate that. Recognise your worth. And uh, I think one of the tips I would give is research the right awards for you. Not every awards is right for you. Don't, don't become a badge collector. A lot of people enter awards just to collect all the badges, but don't actually do anything with them. And, you know, you, you can tell, you can see them with piles and piles of these badges along the foot email footers. But I think, you know, if you select the right awards, some of those badges can be really important and influential. So pick the right awards for you. Choose awards that share your values as well. So as I say, some of these awards are not necessarily awards that you may want to be associated with if they're asking you to spend huge sums of money. So look at the values behind the organisers, how they run their awards, and you know, make sure they align with your values. One thing that the judges have told me they love, and I probably mentioned this already, judges love a story. Everybody loves a story. So try and get your story across to the judges in your awards entry. They love to read it. It's inspirational. It's motivational. And it tells them all about you. A lot of people tend to say, we are this business. We do this. These are our services. These are our clients. We grow our business year on year. It's not telling a story. That's just your shop window. That's just telling us a list of bullet points. That's your sort of sales page, if you like, on, on your shop. What they want to hear is the journey. They want to hear why you're doing what you do, what problem you solve, how you solve it, you know, what your clients say about you, all those things. And really showcase yourself. Don't be bashful. Don't be shy. Really put yourself forward. Because if you don't shout about yourself, no one else is going to. Remember I said, you know, if you sat back waiting for somebody else to nominate you, that day may never come. So you're going to have to grab the opportunities while they present themselves. And, you know, reach out to past winners and finalists. Ask them what their experience was. Ask them for any guidance that they give, you know, any suggestions, any tips they can share. And maximise your journey. So if you are given a logo, when you share a positive news story or something like that or celebrating an awards entry or win, and you put it on your social media channels, you'll find they're usually the highest scoring posts for comments, congratulations, celebrations. And, you know, I won the ultimate award. Obviously, I didn't win it. I was awarded my MBE for my services to women in business. Now, I couldn't enter myself for that award. You can't. So that award means so much to me. And I remember putting a post on LinkedIn and it sort of overnight, it went viral. And I think it ended up with something like 850,000 views, largely because LinkedIn commented on it and it just went crazy. 
but people were just celebrating, congratulating. So people love good news stories. Yes, we do see a lot of negative and real truths and things like that. I think honesty is a great thing, but actually celebrate your wins as well and don't be bashful and shy about it. Now, obviously, I'd love you to enter a Woman Who Award and the Solopreneur Awards run every year, as do the Woman Who Achieves Awards. And I've got loads of downloads on the website to help you, some top tips, some workbooks, etc. So do have a look at womanwho.co.uk, look at the resources and you'll see the free downloads there. I really hope that I've inspired you to consider entering yourself for an award. And of course, if you've got any questions about any awards or in fact the Woman Who Awards, then please reach out to admin at womanwho.co.uk and I'd love to encourage you to enter awards today. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Join me next week for more inspiration, learning and top tips. In the meantime, visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey or even feature on a future podcast. You can also join the Woman Who Achieves community on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. There, you'll get the opportunity to network, find support and make new connections with over a thousand women in business. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's podcast. And if there are any topics you would like to hear, just get in touch with me, your host, Sandra Garlick.